Hi, and welcome to the Mind Your Fitness podcast with me, your host, Tom Fowler. We'll be covering topics to help you with your health, fitness, and mindset, with the end goal of helping you mind your fitness. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Here we go. Okay, so guys, I am absolutely buzzing to bring you um, today's episode. So it's with a guy called Rob Eads. He is the Lean Student Chef. So he promotes health and wellness. He is an actor, a presenter, and a chef who makes healthy living easy at two pound per por- for two pound or under per portion. So sort of each serving. He has the home fitness plan that him and his partner have set up, which we'll discuss in in today's episode. Uh, he also has a platform called Flarebox, again, which which we will cover in in the episode today. Rob is one of the happiest, go luckiest person people I've I think I've spoken to in such a long time. Um, following him on Instagram. And you see his stories and, and everything that he posts. Like the bloke always has a massive smile on his face, so he's always got that sort of that just burst of positivity and that burst of energy that you come away from his um, from his page and you just feel happier. One thing I have to say about the episode is towards sort of the twenty minute marker, for for some reason my microphone just completely it, it pretty much almost just drops out. So. You can still get the gist of what I'm saying. Uh, this only lasts for kind of two minutes. Luckily, though, you hear more Rob than me. So bear with it. It's not your device on however you're listening. It It's my end. So again, apologies for that. So, yeah, I kind of don't want to give too much away. But, yeah, listen on to the rest of the episode because... It is a cracker, and obviously this is my first ever guest of having anybody on. So, yeah, thank you for listening, Um, and yeah, here we go, today's episode. Let's hit it. Rob, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast. Um, I said I reached out to you after listening to your podcast with uh, Mr. Brian Keane, who I consider as my mentor. So he's literally taught me from zero to one as he would say. Um, Rob, you're an absolute legend. And again, really, really appreciate you coming on. So, quick elevator pitch, 60 seconds. Who is Rob Eads? Yeah, well, first of all, thanks a lot for having me. I really, really appreciate you, you uh, reaching out to get me on. Um, I am a food and fitness blogger come presenter. Um, I suppose the best way to explain myself. Um, I started an Instagram page from cooking delicious, healthy and affordable recipes that cost less than two pounds per portion. Um, and then yeah. I sort of built more and more fitness into my page um, and it sort of grew and grew. Um, and then most recently I presented uh, a show on the BBC called Kitchen Starter Pack, which is basically about like easy, simple ways to learn how to cook yeah. um, delicious food, um, no matter what your level. Um, and then I suppose more recently I founded the home fitness plan, which is a four month fitness plan soon to be six, um, which uses 20 minute bodyweight workouts to get you in ridiculously good shape 
uh, from home. So basically trying to ca- counter the COVID lockdown crisis, really. Yeah. So that kind of leads quite nicely into to my next question then. So with COVID, uh, you know, as it is at the moment, obviously it's pretty horrendous for, for everyone. Mm-hmm. You personally, how are you sort of dealing with it? How are you coping? And what tactics are you using to really keep yourself positive and keeping yourself you know, in that good frame of mind at all times? Yeah, it's, it's a really good question. And I think, I, I think whatever I say, I don't think anyone should necessarily compare against it because everyone's situation is so different right now. Yeah. Um, I was really lucky that I, I got stuck at my mum's out in the countryside with my girlfriend. So I didn't have that sense of sort of feeling alone and stuck as, as a lot of people definitely would have done, um, which made it a lot easier for me to sort of try and see positives whenever I could. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I said, we, we just, we sort of came together, my girlfriend and I, and thought, what, what is something we can do from here that's going to sort of positively enrich our lives, like selfishly our lives, but also as, as many of our sort of followers as we can. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess in the same note, like, is a way that we can sort of pivot from what our day-to-day life is, because obviously, like, I'm not doing any, any presenting, or I, I wasn't about to do any presenting anytime soon. Yeah. Um, a few big sort of brand things have been pushed back. Um, so, and then Natalie's a fashion designer and, and sort of, uh, she's also got a fitness and lifestyle Instagram. Um, so obviously her stuff was pretty, pretty hit as well. Yeah. So yeah, we just thought like, how can we pivot and use this as as a way to create something positive out of this time? Um, which don't get me wrong. It wasn't like a, I woke up in the morning, first day of lockdown and thought, right, how am I going to use this positively? (laughs) I woke up in the morning, first day of lockdown and thought, this is so shit for God's sake. What am I going to do? Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, and then and then yeah, we course set, set to work really, and and set ourselves pretty tight deadlines for getting stuff filmed, getting stuff edited, um, and then launched the first month. I guess within about ten days, um, oh, wow. which gave us another month to work on the second month, um, and then the same thing again. We went to the third month, so like it was all pretty go go go. Um, and since then, we're up to like just shy of five hundred people that are either on or coming to an end of the plan, which is <laughs> insane. Yeah, um, the feedback's been. Yeah, it's been it's been so nice for us to just to like have so many people that have, have said like that they've really benefited from it. They're feeling good despite all of this carnage that seems to be sort of surrounding us in 2020. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I guess that's my sort of my outward sort of work-wise how it's affected me. I think personally, um, I'm just trying to think. I I think I'm quite lucky in that. Yeah, I've I've sort of felt a bit at the start a bit anxious a bit a bit sort of thrown off my sort of um sort of path i suppose yeah. but I, I don't think i've suffered too badly to be honest compared to a lot of people so i really really can't complain what about you how have you found it um yeah pretty good to be fair um i'm quite fortunate in the fact that i've got a really supportive wife and i've got two brilliant kids so mm-hmm. what it has enabled me to do is to really view uh, and I guess appreciate my family a little bit more. So, yeah. obviously, I, currently at the moment, I work full-time and then fitness and mindset coach. I say on the side, but it, it it's progressively becoming more and more sort of full-time. So, yeah. the time I get with the family is very limited. So, where I've been able to work more at home, it's just really enabled me to appreciate everyone in the house a lot more 
and I think I think we are all a lot stronger and a lot I think a lot kinder to each other as a family and you know a lot of people have really really struggled with lockdown and some people have struggled with seeing their kids that much but for me and our house yeah we love it it's it's gonna be isn't it yeah it's gonna be so surreal when I guess normal life as it were sort of comes back (laughs) yeah yeah I bet if it ever does I mean I don't it's obviously impossible to know, but like I can't help but feel like there's a lot of a lot of sort of positive changes that happened for people in their lives. Like, like you said, like expecting to spend more time with kids, yeah. less time in the office, less time commuting, um, less time wasted, I suppose. So, like, I think there will be, despite all of the, the negatives and of which there are lots and lots and lots, there are a few positives that hopefully like everyone can cling on to and yeah, and sort of take forward to sort of try and yeah get a bit of a a. Uh, a hybrid situation where we get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Hopefully. He says yeah. fingers and toes. Yeah. <laughs> We're holding you to that now. Everyone else is holding yeah. you to that. <laughs> <laughs> so so generally how do you how do you keep a positive mind frame? You know, COVID aside, generally yeah. day, like do you have a morning routine? Do you have certain systems in place? Like how does that look for you? Mm. I mean the important thing is is first and foremost is to say that like obviously I don't feel positive every single day um I'm quite lucky that I do feel positive most days I think um and obviously like with my Instagram and like the sort of the I guess persona is the right word not that it's not like completely like natural and isn't really the real me but there is obviously always an element of the stuff that's going on my Instagram is I am trying to trying to help people to feel a bit better I'm trying to help people to feel a bit more motivated so there isn't that much good in me when I'm having an hour where I feel a bit shit coming on and being like, I feel really shit this hour. But there is, I think, probably more good to be like, just had such a good morning, feeling great. Um, hope everyone's having a good day, you know? Like, they're the things I want to share. And, and I think they're the things that people want to see more often. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, really sorry to sort of jump in there. There you go, you go. So where you have sort of, you know, you said you have these bad hours or if you are having a shit day. Yeah, we all have mm. shit days at times and we have, you know, a couple of bad hours or whatever, but... How do you pull yourself out of that? Yeah, and, and I guess that's a good question. I mean, a, a big thing for me is exercise. Like, there's no two ways yeah. about it. If, 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 I'm, if I'm getting like regular decent exercise in, I, I just feel better. Like, it, it gives me a, a standing point that is five to 10 steps ahead of where I would be if I wasn't doing any exercise for the day. Yeah. So whether, whether I feel like life's really shit that week or whether I feel like life's incredible that week, it's it's just that little bit better whether I'm feeling good or not if I if I stick to make sure I do sort of four four or so workouts a week yeah one day I I like to do like a bit of yoga stretching and just have a bit of sort of me time um so that's 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 a huge thing um I also I I like I like being busy in the in the because of that I like being productive I think yeah it's not necessarily like just like oh I'm always busy I'm always busy but it's more like I I like to feel like I've I've achieved a few things most days um yeah. which i do i set out with a bit of a to-do list and i think i'm going to tick this 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 off and then i feel like today's been a good day um and, and I, I i the the more i i mean i say this like i'm some sort of 80 year old wise man but like the, <laughs> the older i get i mean i'm only 26 but the older i get the more i realize that there's no point in setting myself 10 things to do on that to-do list when five is realistic six is pushing it and yeah. 10 means I'm going to get to the end of the day and think, for fuck's sake, I didn't achieve. Sorry, yeah. pardon my language. I didn't achieve um, 
what I wanted to out today. So yeah, I think giving myself realistic sort of, not, I don't, I, I wouldn't call them targets, but like just boxes to tick off. Each yeah, sort day of mini goals and, and, throughout the day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And slowly getting through them means I get to the evening. I'm like, great. Or, or I might finish it at three. Think I've got most of them done. I'll sit and watch a bit of cricket this afternoon. Nice. Happy days. Yeah. <laughs> so long as, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. it's definitely about that balance. 100%. Mm. And just one thing, it's okay. Swearing is fine. It's cool. To, you haven't got to worry about your language. Don't worry about that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, careful. That'll set me off. No, yeah, that's it. Foul mouth from here on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Turn it to Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah, to be fair, you obviously, you have a passion for cooking. So mm-hmm. who who is your inspiration cooking? So, and forgive me if I'm, if I am not accurate here, but from listening to previous podcasts and sort of obviously doing my research into you, Rob, you kind of fell into cooking itself sort of by accident. Uh, on a yeah. Ski, yeah. You, so you went skiing um, you were looking for some work and then you kind of just accidentally ended up cooking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, to be honest, that, that is exactly what happened. Um, <laughs> yeah. doesn't really need, it doesn't really need elaborating on that. Much. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so so that it's weird. It's funny. Like I, 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 I do you know what I was um, chatting to a guy called Ben Coomer yesterday. He's also, mm. also got a podcast. Yeah, um, the awesome. And dude. we were just talking about that. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. Great. he's really great. Yeah, he's awesome. Everything's awesome. Yeah, um, Rob is an awesome dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, and we had a good a good chat about like that sort of like sometimes you just you you find things you didn't really realize you enjoyed and you're good at, and you can turn them into your passions, and then you can turn them into your work and like you yeah. suddenly find people are willing to pay you for that service or whatever it may be um which i think if you really commit to something and really want to do it that comes around pretty quickly yes. um so yeah i mean in terms of my like original um sort of uh, inspiration motivation for cooking it wasn't really based on somebody um as much as i've learned to like really love certain chefs i mean as much as gordon ramsay is 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 who he is i, I do like him I, I think he's funny i think he's yeah. an exceptionally good good chef um but then also for me like people like jay wicks like there's no two ways about it like he's he's set out a path for people like me to make a living doing what i do yeah um and he's he's clearly a genuinely lovely guy um he's he's really good at, at what he does and like you you, you i think for, for where he is, I think there's there's two schools of thought. There's like the James Smith side of things, which is very like no BS, <laughs> yeah. um, taking people to, to town when when they're wrong, um, which definitely has its place. Don't get me wrong, because there's a yeah. lot of things that I think I just I just uh, the sort of dark side of social media is that if people have a following, suddenly everyone believes what they're saying. When sometimes yes. a lot of things they can be saying really need tearing down. Um, and then yeah, and then on the other side you have a Joe Wicks who's who's who is clearly like. There's no two ways about it. He's made loads of money doing it. Fine. But the sort of positive outcome is that he clearly is someone that wants to make people healthier and wants to make people fitter. And that's, that's where I really like align myself. And I, I think they're both the same. They both want people to have healthier, fitter, happier lives. Um, and, and that's where I kind of find motivation from other people in that if people have a sort of similar outlook, then that's what kind of drives me rather than necessarily like, someone who's an incredible chef or someone who's like the best yeah. PT on earth or whatever it may be. It's, it's quite interesting that you, out of the two, you, you kind of picked 
um, James Smith and Joe Wicks because they are very much chalk and cheese. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I followed both. And I have to admit, the rants that, that James has, are they are something else. They are hilarious. But yeah, yeah. I, I think if, as you said, you know, if, if there's that following there and they follow, they follow James's word to, you know, to the letter, then they're very, you know, that type of person is going to be very closed off to the likes of Joe Wicks. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I think you're hundred percent sure. right there. You know, you kind of have to have that open-mindedness and that kind of the happy medium to just take that information in and then just find yeah. your own way through it. And it sounds as though like you really are, sort of taking like the best of everything around you and promoting such positivity um you know across your social media with, yeah, with I, that is... I, I, I try to doesn't mean i necessarily <laughs> do it that well all the time but that is definitely what i try to yeah a bit but if that's you know they're the highlights that people are seeing and they're seeing this happy guy behind the camera you know surely it's just it's gonna make them feel better about themselves and make you know make their own mindset that little bit more positive but yeah, yeah, I hope so. That kind of being said, though, so social media is, it can be spanned one of two ways. It's either a really great place or a really shit place. So there is a lot of dark stuff on, you know, on the internet and there's a lot of hate out there. How, how do you fare with that? You know, do you get a lot of haters or, you know, do you get someone pop into your DMs or whatever and try tearing into you? And, you know, how yeah. do you realistically cope with that? And what's your mechanism to get past that? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. Um, I mean, to be honest, like this, I, I don't want to come across in like a sort of um, above that kind of way, if you know what I mean. But yeah. I, I really, I really just don't care, <laughs> to, be, to be completely honest. No, um, that's good. Because, because... Uh, and again, this this sort of makes me sound like I'm I'm trying to make it out like I'm above that. It's not that at all. It's it's more that generally, if someone's taking the time out of their day to to like go for you about something, there's something missing in their life that, that means that they feel the need to do that. Um, and, and 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 there's definitely a balance. I mean, there's 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 because there, it can be a sort of a, a productive, real, and fair thing. Like I don't know if James Smith's going in on someone. Sometimes it's fair enough. Um, sometimes I think like it's just completely unnecessary, yeah. and, and I don't really understand the, the point in in attacking in in that way. Um, but it's important you have those outliers because because you need to have someone pushing boundaries on both ways to make sure that the middle ground is generally there or thereabouts. Um, but but yeah, that that's the complete opposite of like trolling and like people that are, are just sort of hell bent on on trying to project negativity and. I, I just, just, I just don't care. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's, I love, I love uh, the brutal honesty, though. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it ultimately, yeah, it's coming down to the not caring bit, and I think yeah. a lot of the time, a lot of people do really get wrapped up in it, and well, we've seen. Yeah, over I, that I understand it. Yeah, unfortunately, there's been quite a few people that have been on shows like um, Love Island and stuff, and they've really yeah. come victim of it, and the unfortunate truth is that these people have, you know, it's driven, driven them to take in their own lives. And when, yeah, it, it's that side of it is dark and it's just, yeah, I, I don't see the place for it. 
However, like you said, yeah. when you've got someone like Pope James, where sometimes he does go in on somebody, yeah, it, I kind of get it. It makes sense. But I also feel that he kind of does it from a place of love because yeah. it could just be mm. someone that, that just needs that little bit of extra support and might just need that little bit of guidance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's based on that passion. It's, it's yeah. just sometimes, I think, if that, if it, whether, whether it's done in the right or wrong way, and, and a lot of the time James does it in the right way, which is great, and, and he's, he's got check of that, and he, and he understands that. But I think certain people might be forgiven for like following James or seeing stuff James is doing and think like, okay, cool. It's, it's okay to, sorry, that's what I mean. Uh, it's okay to attack people about stuff that I believe passionately about, but they're not as informed as James is. Yes. Um, so it is a fine line for definite. And I mean, I'm, I'm also like, I'm not, I'm not going to turn around and pretend that I've, I've sort of been hounded in the tabloids and like fully sort of that side of things. I'm really, really lucky to, to, to not be in that situation. So yeah. I can't really, I can't really speak for that. But yeah, in terms of my own thing, I, I think it's not, I, I, I mean, it's easy for me to say, but I also just think I, I'm, it, it depends a lot on your sort of, mental state at the time I'm, I'm quite lucky that right now I feel really sort of happy confident um and I feel like things are moving in a good direction but if they're not suddenly it's a lot easier for those little voices to start creeping in and start to affect you and start to to make you doubt yourself and then it's a vicious circle for sure yeah definitely so with that in mind so what is next for you obviously mm. I appreciate a lot of it is going to be subject to to covid but are there any yeah. sort of smaller projects or is there anything that you can share anything that you want to reach out to the audience to get them excited by yeah i mean there's there's a lot going on which is cool in fact that's just mine about it's just workers on it but um <laughs> so the eight week the eight week challenge for the home fitness plan is really exciting we're about to launch that so it's like yeah. it's going up a little bit of a notch um the training gets a little bit harder um which makes it really really hard to be fair but it's still only maximum of half an hour workouts yeah um so the idea is it's you can fit it within people's lives um and you get some seriously quick results from that um and learn how to cook which is a huge sort of part of it um and then i have also got a, a business called flarebox.co um, which is a video sharing platform for talent discovery in the entertainment industry okay. um and that's pretty full-on um at the moment um because obviously where it's a video sharing platform that there's not really many places to find um sort of uh, undiscovered performers actors um eventually we'll do musicians but we're working on actors yeah. right now because you can't you can't go to sort of small playhouses you can't um create like series yourself you can't create short films really right now so yeah. it's sort of We've been working on that for a year and COVID's made it, made it sort of accelerate, which yeah. is really exciting, um, despite being a weird circumstance on which <laughs> yeah. to say that. Um, so yeah, that's cool. And then I really want to make a um, TV programme. I don't, I don't want to give too much away, but that is related to um, the government's like recent obesity advice and their sort of... Um, uh, how can I phrase this most politically, <laughs> diplomatically? Um, yeah, they're, they're, I'd say rather botched attempt to, to, to overturn some of the problems that we have with obesity here. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of look forward that to that a bit deeper. Yeah, yeah. I think we're probably both pretty much on the same kind of um, thought pattern 
should we say, as to how that's all come about from the, the government? <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of questions to be asked. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the the flare box that you said before, um, mm-hmm. that's been an ongoing project for 12 months now. Yeah. Yeah, so, almost exactly, in fact. 16th of August, so yeah, two days. Oh, cool. Year anniversary. <laughs> so where did that come from? Yeah, well, um, uh, good question. Um, so basically, I, I did a bit of acting when I was younger. So I did like a CBBC series when I was 17 or so. Um, and then I went to university and did a business degree at Nottingham. Um, and then when I was finishing uni, I had a grad job at RBS to go into like investment banking. Um, and that was sort of me. And then I just had a moment where I stopped and thought, I, I can't really see myself happy doing that ever. So why am I doing it? Um, and then I thought, what do I actually really love doing? And something that I'd sort of put to sleep for a few years with the acting. So then I got really lucky to get into a decent drama school, went to drama school after university. Um, and then, yeah, and, and did that for two years. And that probably finished through three years ago now. Bloody hell. Yeah. Uh, maybe two years ago. Something like that. Um, yeah. So wait, have I lost you? I still got you. Oh, cool. All good. Sorry. Um, I don't know why I thought that. Um, and then uh, you're just encapsulated by the story. Lovely. Um, and um, yeah. And then, um, yeah. And then, and then I was, just, I was with a, a really close friend of mine, probably my best mate, a guy called Elliot Jenks, who's also an actor. And we were just talking about like trying to find a way that we can just do more acting was, was the sort of crux of it. Um, because as an actor, generally you're reliant on getting jobs and they're very few and far between to be able to perform. Um, so that's kind of how the idea came about and then it evolved into like how can we make it a fairer industry because it's very um, sort of middle to upper class private school dominated in terms of like who actually does well in the in the TV and film industry um, and that sort of evolved yeah and then we spoke to a lot of cast directors we spoke to a lot of agents and, and we, we're sort of building a product that that ideally ticks all the boxes and helps everyone and, and makes it a fairer and um, more equitable and diverse industry is the idea. <laughs> yeah, that's no, cool. It's fun. Yeah, I can imagine. Some, yeah, mate, that's class. You must get some proper gems in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and that's the thing. It's like at the moment, uh, there's a few, a few huge limiting factors. So you pretty much have to go to drama school to get onto like the 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 platform where most castings happen. Um, unless you've had four professional credits, but like there's no way really of getting those unless you're on the platform. So it's sort of a bit of a, a closed door. Um, you kind of have to be in London um, or you have to at least be in London for auditions, which makes it really tough. So if you're growing up in Falkirk, you're probably not going to think that it's it's an industry you could ever get into, even if you really love it. Um, I mean, obviously, there, there's exceptions to the rule. But um yeah, they're the sort of two huge things. And then, and then, unfortunately, like any other industry, a lot of it is who you know. So if you know the right people, you might get the right break. And you still have to be good, don't get me wrong, because like, there's, there's a lot of, I think, conjecture around that in terms of like, oh, if you know the right people, you're fine, whatever you're doing. But I think most people do get found out if they're not good. So you still have to take that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially like, because there's critics, there's people watching, you know, it's not like it's behind closed doors. Um, but the point is the opportunities are there in the first place, which unfortunately, like if you're, if you're working class Brit 
and you haven't had any sort of hint of an opportunity in the industry, it's a hell of a lot harder than it is if your dad works for Netflix, let's say. <laughs> Mate, that's absolutely awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's really exciting. And it's obviously, it's, it's another like big, big passion of mine, um, which, which is kind of what I like to do. Like if I, if I I'm, I'm sure which I, it sounds like you're doing as well. Like if I'm really passionate about something and I enjoy something, then why not like pursue it and then fail if I fail, but at least try. <laughs> So, yeah, I really like that. Yeah, I mean, failure is always some form of feedback in some way or another. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, there's always, always. If, if you look at it objectively rather than personally, there's always something you can learn and take from it. Um, about about how even if it feels completely unfair, there's always probably things you could learn from to be like maybe next time I'll do that a little bit differently or I'll do this a little bit differently. Definitely. So. Yeah, there's no, there's definitely no shame in failing. In fact, there's there should be pride in failing. I think. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, <laughs> I want to just throw some sort of silly questions at you now. Um, nothing yeah, too right. heavy. So, first question is, you can ha you host a dinner party. You've got three people to invite, dead or alive, and they don't have to necessarily be a celebrity. But they can't. No, they can be a family member. Who would it be? Who would they be? Sorry. Um, I would probably invite my granddad, my dad's dad. Yeah. Because I'd love to sort of know him as an adult. Um, and yeah, he'd definitely be on there. Um, Stephen Gerrard would probably be on there. Yeah. Him. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, who would be last? Maybe Michael Caine. Oh. Just to meet someone who's who's like who's just kind of made this incredible career in, in something that I'm passionate about without really having much of a leg up. I yeah. Think. Yeah. In fact, that that was actually a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Three decent answers. I'll take those. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with that. That's good. <laughs> um, if you were to sit on Santa Claus's lap, and he was asking you what you wanted for Christmas this year. What would you say? Um, oh God, what do I want for <laughs> Christmas? Um, I I would like this is this is just so sad. I would like um, you can get these sort of like indoor herb gardens, oh, um, yes. and and they're powered by like some UV light, and they just look they look they look good, which is a really damning indictment on where I'm at with life right now. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I think that's it on the top okay. of my head. Okay. Um, and then the last one, you've been given an elephant. You can't give it away or sell it. What would you do with the elephant? <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think of places I could walk it. I live quite near Batty Park, so I could probably take it around there. Um I don't know, I'd probably just befriend it. I don't know how long elephants live. It might get a bit tricky. Maybe I'd have to move to the countryside and give them a bit of space. Uh, or start some sort of elephant community. Oh, uh, so he's not lonely. Yeah. That'd be class, there's, there's a, a new venture for you. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm a big, big fan. They're unreal. 
Rob, it has been absolutely amazing talking with you. Um, do you want to just let on. the guys know where's the best place to, to kind of reach out to you or to follow you and, and anything else that you want to kind of leave us with? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, to find me, uh, Rob underscore Eads, E-A-D-E-S is my Instagram. Um, and I always, always reply to people. Um, well, I try That's to anyway. true. I can vouch so, for that. <laughs> yeah, I try to. So if I don't first time, stick with it and I will go back to you. Yeah. Um, and then anything else I want to leave? Well, we're, we're on a sort of Friday afternoon heading into a weekend. So I'm not sure when this will go out, but if you're near a weekend, hope you have a lovely weekend. And thanks for taking the time to listen. Wicked. Uh, it will go out on Monday the 17th. So it'll be okay, Monday. It's a long, long wait for the weekend. But next <laughs> yeah. weekend, have a lovely weekend. Yeah, <laughs> wicked. Rob, dude, thank you so much, mate. No worries. Thanks for having me, man. Cheers, Rob. Take care, dude. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, guys. So... There you go. That was today's episode with Rob Eads, the lean student chef. I will link everything that he's advised below um, in the show notes. So I'll put a link to his Instagram page and where you can then also find the home fitness plan. I'd really recommend that you do check out his Instagram page because he has an absolute shed load of healthy recipes on there. And obviously they're all you know, meal recipes for under two pounds of per serving. So yeah, thank you so much for everyone for listening today. Um, please give me any feedback where possible. And if you're not already, please subscribe to the podcast. In the meantime, stay safe and mind your fitness.